At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What is going on? You are watching and listening to Tags Live, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex, the live edition. This is episode 388. Right. I'm your host, I'm ready. Steve V, alongside Cody Maurice Doggett. How are you, Cody? Uh, hello, darling. I'm doing wonderful. No, I am so excited to report back that I did speed dating yesterday here in new york city how was and, that oh my gosh i it was really i have to say such a good experience for so many reasons it was put on by the men's the men event here in new york city shout out to the men event hugh runs the event he's been doing it since 2004 mm -hmm. and you know we got this sheet that i'm showing you right now that you oh. filled out at the beginning it had like a huge sheet at the beginning and explained how it was going to work. I, there was two groups of guys. There was the 37 and under and then the 37 and older, which, of course, I was in that group. I mean, barely, darling. Barely. barely. <laughs> well, I have a couple <laughs> stories on that okay. related to that. Well, so. Can I ask you one question? Yeah. Can you set the scene for me? Where do they hold this? Is it the BFW? Is it at a hotel? Okay. Is so it, so it was at a go upstairs afterwards. I don't know. What? Tell me what's going on. Yeah. So it was at a restaurant in Midtown, oh. adjacent to Times Square, called Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. It was an Italian restaurant, and they happened to have an upstairs, I guess, event space. So they were able to create the chairs and the speed dating tables with numbers on them. And they told everybody after you signed in, mingle, get a drink and relax. And when Hugh gave us how this was going to work, one of the things that I think I really loved was he says, you're going to get a sheet and it's also associated with an app on your phone that okay. he was going to turn on midway through the event Many of us had already filled out our profiles on there with our picture, so you would know who you're compatible with after the event, correct? Okay. And so the whole point is when you're done, when you go home that night, last night, you go on the app and you choose the ones that you were compatible with. And then this morning, which okay. I'll tell you, you get your results. So you're following me? <laughs> lots to math, cover on that okay math yeah happens overnight and then they tell you who you met match with in the morning right and one of my favorite things about the entire event let me pull you down because i'm not even looking at you <laughs> looking at my screen here <laughs> let me tell you so <laughs> one of the things cool. that we i loved about the event that hugh gave the speech about was listen this is everybody is in the same boat right and we which we were so we're all there to meet so not just leave your ego at the door, but just relax into the event and be yourself and go with the whole thing. Uh -huh. The other thing that I really loved about it was that he said, you're going to meet, you're trying to meet your match, right? So we okay. all have types that we all know that we've got that type that really gets us going. Okay. But he said, how's that working for you? Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Which I love that because already a read. Is it well, the first five but, minutes? <laughs> yes, this was in the first five minutes. And I kind of love that too because we, Cody, you know, we all have our types and the yes. of men that we just are lusting after. Porn certainly doesn't help. And we're, you know, walking down the streets here in New York City and LA, wherever you live, you're lusting after guys all the time. But how often do we really get to sit down and talk to somebody and see if they're more of a match? I mean, you're ultimately looking for a compatibility of somebody that you want to spend time with, maybe a mm -hmm. lifetime with, who knows, or a date at the very least. So what I really liked about that, the other thing that I really liked about what he said was on the list, you're, you're going to be able to check 
if you want to go on a second date with them. Okay. But here's the part that I loved. You can also check if it's friendship. So let's just see if I met somebody like you back okay. in the day, I would be, well, I friendship for Besties sure. forever. Yeah. Yeah. Or there was even a box to check for business on there oh, too. Cute. So which was I, really, yeah, potentially, go ahead. Potentially I could go to this speed dating thing with the intent of just finding friends. This is, is this something that you can go to just for friends? I'm, I know I'm you keep pushing this concept, but no, you can't. You can't. I want to go so bad. Take me with you. You are partnered up. So I would say no. You can obviously do whatever you want and I'm sneak in. Okay. You People can go, sneak in to the event and do this. People go on Grinder just for friends to why can't I go to speed dating? Just because I think the core of this event is dating. It's called speed dating. What I like about it is they have the categories of friendship and business in there. You uh -huh. would be going in there under false pretenses, uh, already partnered up, and it would be unfair to everybody. You're likely going to find somebody that's going to like you, and it's going to be really unfair. I mean, obvi. But okay, so I should just start speed friending is what you're telling me. Yes. And <laughs> apps like Bumble, my sister was telling me Bumble has a whole category on there where you can find swipe for friendship, but you can also swipe for BFFs they have on Bumble, which I think is really good too, because cool. sometimes you just want to meet a friend or in this case, you had five minute dates. Okay. I went on eight, so I went on eight dates of five minutes each. Okay, and I have to say that there was more. So, and there was more people that I could have gone on dates with. It's just the way the math worked out. I feel I lucked out with the dates that I got by luck of the draw and where I was standing. Yeah, the other yeah, I really ninety percent of every date I went on was. Not maybe a match, but I enjoyed the conversation and it was good. And I thought, I like the guys, the set of guys that I got because I didn't get every guy in there mm -hmm. to be able to date. And that was fine with me. Yeah. The, yeah. The other thing I liked that I somehow luck of the draw again was I didn't have to move. So in other words, I was sitting at this one space. This is perfect for you. Yes. I love that because some of us got this one area where we just sat there so and we and people came to us. So yeah. I was not doing musical chairs, romper room, pin the nail on the donkey, none of that stuff. I was planted in my throne, ready to go, and I loved it. The other thing that I'll tell you that was fun okay. was one guy, shout out to, I'm just going to, Chris. We just go oh, by Chris. Yeah. Oh, you, you watch naming us. names on the show. He <laughs> recognized me from the show and listens to the show oh, and hi, heard that. Chris. Yeah. And he says he's a fan of the show. We, um, we, we're going to be friends. We, we both clicked the box of friendship, which was really cool. So shout out to Chris. And he listens to us. I heard that I was going to go on this too randomly and thought that was pretty fun to um, what were some of my other notes? So in the one thing I'll say about the speed dating, it's really loud. And Hugh okay. made this whole point about, you know, don't be afraid to be funny and get your funny side in. I can be funny. Definitely. Yeah. I've done, but I have to tell you in five minutes, you really don't get a lot of time to do that. You pretty much have to get in there and ask a question. They ask a question. You got to ping pong it back and forth and you got to get down to business because they ding that ding and it's, they move and on. And then your date is done. You You're mark done. your, you mark your sheet up. You grade notes. them. You grade them. You're like a substitute teacher. You, I there. mean, you might write like, uh, like one guy I had a date with. He was, it was so fun. I had eight dates last night, Cody. I love it. You know Talk, what? The efficiency. Quantity, quantity and quality. And efficiency. I, I was totally into it. One of them was Australian. I really liked his accent. So I wrote oh Australian my. in there. And, you know, you wrote whatever. One guy was going on an Atlantis cruise that uh -oh, monkey, oh girl. well we talked about that <laughs> and i really he he was one of the ones that i ended up matching up so let me give you the results and can then I you ask can ask a quick question before yeah because i want to give you the results of what yes. i yes. ultimately occurred 
So did you have your questions planned out before you went on or you just saw the guy and you thought of questions after they told you what they, how did you go about asking your questions? So truth be told, I was a little nervous. Like okay. I was all game for this whole thing leading up to it. And of course I got there. I, these days I get to everything early. I'm early for everything. Like mm -hmm. I, I used to be the late guy. Now I'm early for everything. But I got into, I know, I just am. But <laughs> what I did was I got off the subway and I went to a, a bar. I found a bar and I thought, I'm just going to go have a quick drink by myself and yeah. chill. Good. Set the tone on that you're just going to be happy. Your intention. Set your intention of that this is elective. This is fun. Mm -hmm. There is no pressure here. And have a good time. So I kind of went in with that. I know how to spark up conversation. Yeah, you're very at the good very least. One of the things, if if I was at a loss for words, one of the first things I would tell a guy was, "Have you ever done this before? Oh, cool. Were you nervous before coming in here today? You know, one of those breaker of the ice questions, okay. and that got us into the mix, and it was really good. Again, I really liked the slew of people. Let me read you. Okay. My ultimate. So I mark. I went home. I pretty much knew who I was compatible with. Well, let me tell you one thing okay. before I get to my results. Okay. Go. Two of the people I had a date with were probably two, three of them I was incompatible with that I just knew, and it was fine. It wasn't nothing. They were love nice guys. One of them was the first guy, and it was just getting it going. And I think mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm not really compatible with this guy. He's fine and whatever. Two of the guys, though, were around my age. So, okay. And one of the guys, I started the conversation, and I said simply, do you, so do you go out much? Meaning like, you know, is this have you done this before? Or have you been going out lately? And he said, I'm 55. So Ooh, I mean, oh, he said, I'm grown. <laughs> and that, and so I said, well, I'm 51. He could not believe it at all. Nor could this other guy believe my age. And they uh -huh. like Ford stopping. Like when the one guy was nice and, and let it go finally and complimented me, which is always a thing. My sister and I talk about a lot is there is a way I get this a lot. You don't look your age at all. And yeah. they're floored. They're stopped in their tracks. And, but there's a way to kind of just segue out of it and not make a big deal about it. And then there's okay. another way, which is one of these guys who could not let it go and make what? the whole thing about, I can't real. it's just, they can't let it go. So you didn't match with him. No. And both, and the other thing is I realized is I don't think I match with my age group because I had this conversation with my sister. We don't match with our age group because we don't buy into what it means to be our age. Yeah. In other words, I'm out there, I'm working out, I'm doing this, I go out. And a lot of people my age buy into the whole idea that, well, I'm 55 and therefore that means this. this. Yeah. And I turn you, I turn the radio off the minute I start hearing people <laughs> go down. The, it's like, I'm like, oh yeah, no, I can already tell, but I humor you and I, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think you're old, you act old and I, you and I have, I'm, I've never gotten into my age group. Nope. And once you know it, the ones, as I'm going to read my results, were all okay. in their late 30s. Oh, fabulous. So that answers and, another one of my questions. And they picked me too. So that's the whole thing. Because the only way you're going to get a match in an email the next day is who did you match up with? But it doesn't, I could say I liked, I'm making up, a, you know, John Adams. <laughs> and and mm -hmm. say I want to go on a second date, but if he doesn't pick me on for a second date on his end, there's no match. Oh, fabulous. so what I really like about it is you're getting people that were already you literally matched up with. They had to click the button that said date. Now, mind you, the ones that I picked also I put friendship too because Hugh the leader of the event said don't be afraid to click more than one box business okay. and date friendship and date i clicked friendship if i wanted to go on a date with you i also clicked friendship because oh, to good. me that was going to be if i like you enough to go on a date i also like you to be a friend that's right yeah so i agree with you finally my results came back where i went on eight dates 
I ended up matching with four people for friendships Ooh. and two for dates. Oh, she's and the, popular. I love and it. The, and the two people <laughs> that I matched up with for dates were my two top picks that I connected. One of them I really connected with. I thought we had a great conversation. I also was really attracted to him. So I was hoping for him. And thank God he wants to go on a date. And the other one was I went on a thruple date because of the numbers. Wait a minute. It was now. me. Yeah. Three of us <laughs> were in a thruple date for five minutes and we're both vying for this whole thing. And it was, I was like, you know what, whatever. But I really had seen this guy before and I thought he's so cute. I think he's in the 37 and under, but turns out he was in my group. What? And so, and the limited conversation that we ended up having, he wanted to go on a, He wants to go on a date too. So I'm excited with those I results, right? I love that. Yeah. That is so exciting. You are very popular. I knew you would be. I had all the faith in you. And I'm so glad that that a throuple date that was that must have been crazy how were you you're like vying for their attention weren't you kind of i mean it yes it was i mean we just all went for it because it was just whatever and i just we all threw in a question here or there i think i was playing host like i do here uh -huh. and leading the conversation off on how it should go but i knew i really thought this guy the one guy was attractive, but I also thought the guy sitting across from me liked him too. And I thought, well, you know, it is what it is. And I'm, yeah, you just played it out. What if you guys are meant to be in a threesome relationship? No, I did not like, I did not pick this. <laughs> I, did, I did not like check off the box of that guy at all. The so, other no, guy. Oh, I, I'm, oh, oh. No, I'm not into him. I do have mm. one more question. Yes. How much can you find out about somebody in five minutes? It seems like such a short amount of time. Well, it's meant to spark. Are you attracted to the person? Mm -hmm. Are they not an idiot? You can kind oh. of rule that out. <laughs> well, that's kind of my, that was the level field I was going. Are you an idiot? Are you somewhat attractive? There were some that I wasn't actually necessarily totally attracted to, but how did they present themselves? Did they have oh. something to say? And I think you have to really, like you said, creator of the event, if you are somewhat of a introvert, put, mm -hmm. put a little gas in your tank. And oh, I like hey. that. So that's, it's that's what's up. So that to answer your question, you only got five minutes and you got to put some gas in your tank and show up. And that's pretty much it. Also, it's just meant to show would you want to either be friends or go on a date with this person? So that's where you'll really get to know the person. It's not, I'm gonna hopefully go on separate dates with these two different guys and then i'll get to really know them but this got rid of this just makes it compatible to find out would you even want to go on a date with this person yeah okay so i like that nice because the, I apps, love that too. the apps don't work for me at all i just i i can't i just can't do the whole thing <laughs> wonderful well i'm yeah. glad you had a good time yeah i can't wait to see how your two dates go and how these new friends go i i i, I gotta approve of these new friends before they in the new group okay <laughs> got it of course yes well i will report back on i've got to reach out to these two guys i'm going to do it tomorrow morning when i get Fabulous. up and ask them you know say hey we matched and hopefully they will respond and then we can go on a date then nice. i will report back on the show too i can't wait i cannot yeah. wait to hear all about it yeah if you have it in your city i highly recommend it i think it's just a great way to sit across from somebody and get off of the phone outside of the bar and really just everybody is there for the same reason it's mm -hmm. a level playing field and it's no big deal and if you don't really match up it's not a big deal at all either it's just it's not that serious. So it's just fun. And be on the lookout for Cody's speed friending, uh, trademark pending. Okay. Well, okay. we can do that too. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. All right. Well, we got to move on to the rest of the show. Um, we are still doing our book club. If you haven't already gotten our official book club selection, Heaven's Official Blessings. Did you get yours, Cody? It is. It's in the other room. I would I would have brought have it. Have you started it? I started it in Atlantic City. Yes. Okay, good. First Pretty couple good. pages. 
good, it's right? Good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's really good. Heaven's official blessings. And we will have a talk um, soon about that and let you know a little bit more about that. All right. Well, we've got to talk about monkeypox a little bit more. I know you're, you're like, what? We're I mean, no, I'm here for it. I'm gearing up and ready for it because this is necessary. Yes. And what we really want to talk about today, because this is episode 388, is patient stigma that I saw in a couple different stories. One of them was on the news where blood banks are actually refusing to draw blood from, and they're commercial labs because of the monkeypox, because of monkeypox in some of the patients that they are seeing, which is really unheard of because even though you have to swab the scabs, that's how you tell if somebody has monkeypox or not, and then take that to the lab, okay. you still want to check their blood because you want to be able to rule out that it actually is monkeypox and not mm -hmm. some other virus that is blood related. And that's why, and then you can keep track of the numbers. That's what's linked to funding. So we're slowing down the process if we're not even if we're turning away, which is total stigma. The other is a story out in Spain where things went from bad to worse when a doctor noticed a guy on the subway subway in Spain with lesions like monkeypox, as okay. they're calling it. This is Madrid. Uh, Dr. Arturo M. Henriquez posted the story in a series of tweets which were translated, quote, I see the situation and I also see the people around me as if nothing will happen, he wrote. The doctor said he decided to become, this is his words, a Karen and approach <laughs> the man who said his own doctor advised him he didn't need to isolate and simply wear a mask. That is crazy. How does the that make any sense? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. So he says, I tell the guy, this is the doctor talking, I tell him that the injuries all over his body are what are most contagious, yeah. that I am a doctor and that he possibly did not understand all the indications of his family doctor. When the doctor then turned over to a woman because he wasn't getting anywhere with the man, he told the woman standing also on the subway, aren't you concerned about that? And she said, no, this is a gay disease and everything gays need to take care of themselves. Government oh said God. that it was the gays who had to take care of themselves. So we're talking about a lot of things about misinformation, about stigmatization on and on. When you first heard about this though, Cody, what were your thoughts? I just thought it was really sad and it just highlights how how much misinformation and really just people being ignorant out there and irresponsible out in these streets how how they're being it feels like after covid so many people are 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 more selfish and for this guy to be amongst the amongst the populace with monkeypox lesions it just really highlights that this is it's going way too far to the left and people really need to start locking down and taking care of themselves and taking care of other people as well. Yeah, I think the blood banks not, it does harken back to another era. There was a huge protest at an HIV mm -hmm. conference of people protesting all the lack of information, mm -hmm. vaccinations recently that just occurred that was huge. I also think that th that the CDC has mm -hmm. come out and said monkeypox symptoms usually start within three weeks of exposure to the virus. Wow. Saying That's that there's if someone has flu-like symptoms, they should usually develop a rash one to four days later. Now, here's the part, and then we'll talk about what we've seen. Monkeypox can be spread from the time symptoms start until the rash has healed. Wow comma, all scabs have fallen off, comma, and a fresh layer of skin has formed. And the illness typically lasts two to four weeks. So if this guy on the subway has all these, and there's a different picture of it. They didn't show it on the current one. I will post this on tagspodcast.com 
they took that picture down, the original one, which did show the original guy with all the scabs still on his body. And, you know, we feel for him. We have empathy for him. But I don't yeah. think he should be on the subway. Oh, also, Cody, I just got my hair cut at the barber. And my barber told me that a guy came in earlier, one of his clients, and said he had monkeypox. And he still had the scab on his body what and i kind of felt bad for i felt bad for my barber because and i know his family he's got his family man he's got his kids regardless if he did or did not even have that i don't think that this you should really be out if you still have according to the cdc you're still infectious yeah that's crazy to me how i'm worried about you are you okay like no i'm vaccinated from it yeah and i'm yeah no and it was we don't even no i'm not worried about me at all okay but all right also vaccinated too and that's another thing that we've reported on that studies have shown they're not conclusive, but studies are already are showing that the first vaccination will prevent you from getting it. It's the second dose that is for longer terms okay. is what studies are showing. Okay. But I, I, I have a really strong, I'm not worried about myself. I'm more worried about my barber and yeah. why this guy was out there getting his hair cut. Yeah, people need to be taking this more seriously than they are because places like New York and I think uh, LA have declared it a uh, public health and safety emergency. Emergency, and I think that people aren't still aren't taking it seriously. They're still thinking that it is a quote unquote gay disease. And even that woman that was on the subway, she's clearly prejudiced, and clearly she. I don't even understand how she could say something that was so dumb. It just shows how much people need to learn about this disease and how it's spread and people just need to be more informed uh, the gay community has had to deal with this already something like uh, this uh, something like this outbreak before with hiv and things of that nature and i think that we're more prepared for it so we know what the the warning signs look like and i think that that makes us more apt to go and do the things that are necessary for us to protect our community. So I really hope everybody just gets informed and, and they really just really stay on top of this and really take it seriously. I 100% agree. We'll keep this conversation going because I don't think monkeypox is going away anytime soon, but we always give you what the latest is and what's going on with that. Well, in Florida, not our favorite place, but a, <laughs> my, <laughs> there is a Miami drag brunch that's been targeted for closure by Governor DeSantis. And it happens to be at a bar restaurant that I know the owners. It's in the Wynwood District, our okay. house. I, shout out to Rocco. Uh, chef, owner of Our House. I've known him for years, and I really love this space. I did a whole feature on Our House a couple years ago, a video cool. piece on it, and I just love it. Well, they're having this successful drag brunch that's been going on for a while, but Governor DeSantis is trying to shut down Our House, which hosts what? the drag brunch, because it garnered the governor's I and became the target of a Florida Department of Business and Professional Regulations over a video of one of the shows. And in it, this is what I'm reading here, a scantily clad drag queen walks holding the hand of a young brunch attendee. The queen was wearing a G-string and nipple covers and the child with her had a dollar bill in their hand. Quote, having kids involved in this is wrong, DeSantis said. That is not consistent with our law and policy in the state of Florida. And it is a disturbing trend in our society to try to sexualize these young people. Okay. Wow. Earlier this week, DeSantis announced the Florida Department of Business and Professional Regulation investigation, revealing that state agents had covertly attended several shows. According to the Miami Herald, the state's complaint against our house focuses on, quote, performances and simulated sexual activities in front of kids. I would like to hear if there was sexual activity yeah. going on. Later, the Huff also posted that the Florida Department of Business and Professional Regulation 
filed an administrative complaint for disorderly conduct against our house, citing, get this, a 75-year-old Florida State Supreme Court ruling prohibiting men impersonating women. So they are going way back in time to cite... (laughs) I mean, like you said before, is this the Dark Ages? I think you yeah. said it on a recent episode of what is going on. What are your thoughts? What because else are they going to try and bring back? Oh, yeah. A hundred years? What the? This is, this is garnering a lot of attention. Could potentially threaten to close down our house. Is garnering the attention of neighboring Wilton Manor, which is in Fort Lauderdale, on the threatening of our drag queens and what this could mean given the little bit of information that our how that was stated do you think that children let's just put that one question out there should be allowed to be at a drag queen show based on the storyline that they suggested scantily clad g-string with a dollar bill in his hand if that is in fact using air quotes the truth Okay. Yeah. I take all of this story with, and everything DeSantis says with a grain of salt. So I, I still think that even in those circumstances, it should be left up to the pair. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Because the parent ultimately had to bring the child to the drag show. I also think that... Can I stop you on that one point? Because Silas says the same thing watching us live. We're live. It's up to the parents. (laughs) And you know if that child had a a dollar bill or something in his hand how many times do people give their friends or somebody here go up to them here's a dollar i that child probably didn't have his own dollar bill in his hand drag money (laughs) and drag queens don't give away money we we know all drag queens they they're in the business of taking money in ka-ching ka-ching they are not giving money out so I have a feeling that the only reason that child had a dollar in his bill was because his parents gave it to him. Exactly, exactly. And I can tell you, this this child has grown up in and around the Miami area. He has seen someone in a G-string before, okay? Yeah, right, and then some. <laughs> I think that if it, if it was more heteronormative in the way that that everything was all set up as if the person was in a G-string, I think DeSantis would not have a problem with what went down. If everything, if I think the only thing that really is getting up his, uh, um, grinding his gears is the fact that it was a gay experience that this child was was having. Not necessarily any anything sexual or anything like that, but like he's exploring what it means as far as sexuality and uh, drag is concerned. I think that DeSantis has probably even kind of pressed heterosexuality on his own children and not even thought anything about it. Yeah, I think he has bigger fish to fry in the state of Florida than worrying about drag queens and drag brunches, which are always a happy experience. And I don't know why this is his He's also slated to run for president, and this is the things that he's worrying about. Monkeypox, meningitis was a big issue recently in the gay community or the LGBTQ plus community in Florida. Mm -hmm. Where is all that attention going to? Monkeypox is huge. We could go on and on about Florida, and I love how he's focused on Florida man because (laughs) it's a it's a political talking point right now that is really dividing the country right now and that's why he's doing that it has nothing to do with what may or may not have gone on and and like we said at the beginning it's up to the parents that's right yeah and nothing wrong with the drag queen and children if anything it's going to make them more (laughs) empathetic open-minded and good however they turn out to be hetero non-binary whatever they choose to be they're going to have a more open-minded 
because drag queens exist. Exactly. I could not agree more. <laughs> and thank and God. And they bring so much happiness. So, it says propaganda at its finest. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got to move on to the UK. Cody, you and I were recently talking about the lack thereof of public sex happening here in New York City based on a recent study that polled the city of less misdemeanors being handed out in places like the Long Island Railroad, the train stations, Penn Station. We're just seeing a lack of public sex happening in New York City, which we were kind of saddened by recently yeah. when we were talking about that. Well, over in the UK, the opposite seems to be happening, even though temperatures are Hi, a kinky couple, gay guys, defied public health official warnings to avoid rigorous outdoor activities by having sex on the roof of a public parking lot, just as the UK was sweltering through its hottest day in history. And the shocking incident occurred in Birmingham, England, around midday last Tuesday as temperatures soared above 100 degrees the brazen Brits were busted by a worker watching from the window of a nearby office building. This does remind me of a recent story we were talking about. Very similar in an office space, though. Oh, yeah. The spectator recorded the romp on their phone before posting the frisky footage on Twitter. Lots to talk about on this story, but the video's kind of hot. It's on asphalt in the middle of a rooftop. The guy's they're kind of hot all you see is nikes in the air of the guy on the bottom <laughs> who's clearly on the bottom the other guy took his shoes off and is mounting him with a beautiful butt and great oh, yeah. quads it looks like they were taking matters into their own hands and putting on a show if you ask me because why would you have sex in the middle of a parking lot with buildings high rises surrounding you if you didn't want to get caught Sounds to me like they knew what they were doing. They didn't give a fuck. Maybe the high temperatures got to their head and they thought, fuck it. Let's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan to me. Yeah. Because if you can't do it in the middle of the summer, when are you going to do it? January? Hell right. no. It's too damn cold outside. <laughs> would so, you do this? I would totally do this. I'm actually, I might be moving to the UK because they seem to have gotten it right. We're getting less tickets over here or we're doing it smarter. I don't know. It could be either or. But, <laughs> I, but I think that I... I'm all about public sex and I really enjoy having sex outside. I need to really talk my boyfriend into having more public sex. I think that what really kind of alarms me is that people are starting to record it more and more. So I don't understand what the preoccupation is as far as with people whipping out their phones and really just. Oh, come on. Let what are you talking about? We live and live. let live. So I'm talking to somebody right now that is always on. If you hang out with Cody, he's always on his phone. But I'm, I'm not and, recording people having sex. But my, we go back to the original point that I made. If you're going to do it in a, uh, in a, a parking lot, top floor, open with high rises around you, pants down, you are a, you like that lifestyle and you're a you're not a voyeur you're a forgetting the word um, um well anyway you, you are... like to put on a show so <laughs> exhibitionist. exhibitionist there it is i know i blanked out yeah. <laughs> you're an exhibitionist so you like to put it out there and so i think yes when you put it out there in the day in this day and age of cell phone recordings people are going to record it but you can't see their faces so it's not that scandalous i don't know i think that if i'm having sex in public i do want people to watch you are right but i just don't want people to record it that's just my personal feeling but you just have to know that that's part of the game so if we bounce this off of the last story that was in the uk which was in an office building and all these guys were coming from the pub and caught them in the office space, I don't know what's worse. I think we that's worse because you have the potential of getting caught by your work and getting yeah. fired. This one, <laughs> you can't really see them and it's on a rooftop and you're on your free time. Hopefully you don't work at that company that owns the parking lot where you could get fired too, but 
I'm I'm more for this one, although I'm not into rope burn or asphalt burn, and <laughs> I feel like it you know when you walk, like... yeah, one of them's barefooted. Like, ouch! Like they would burn too much. And does oh, the yeah. other one have like scrapes and lesions all over his back and ass? Not from monkeypox, but yeah, not from monkeypox. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. What are people saying before we move on? Uh, so Daddy's one two three four says, if I was the spectator, I would have just broke out the popcorn and enjoyed the show. And Silas put the popcorn emoji right into the chat because he agrees. <laughs> Oz agrees with me that uh, Oz would like for them to watch, but not necessarily film. Uh, and Blake says, I need to. Cody, you need to go to a sex party that has no a no phones policy. And I think that that is probably the part where I need to make sure, ensure that if I'm having sex outside or in public, that there is a no phones policies. I, I, I do agree with that. And Silas okay, Madonna says, concert. <laughs> <laughs> I could have a concert and have them confiscate all the phones. Yeah, put come them in, in those pouches that they when they take your phone away and you don't get it till the end of the I love that exhibitionist idea. <laughs> show that you're putting on. Yeah, you could do that. You know, I think right now, forget about bathroom stall sex and all that. It's all about parking. You no, know, I think the new it's parking structures. Because parking structures, there's nooks and crannies, there's outdoor rooftop areas, there's the ability to dodge cars, people aren't really paying attention, some are, maybe you want them to pay attention. It's a little cleaner than a dirty ass bathroom that's, you don't know what has gone on in there. I'm, I'm kind of for this parking structure sex i'm gonna see your your tail on cctv then okay because they (laughs) also have a lot of cameras in there which is something that they don't have in public restrooms correct yeah so there you go you're always being filmed cody whether you like it or not (laughs) all right well it got to move on frank arthur smith's new web series showcases polyamory in a new way and Frank Arthur Smith's Open To It, it's called Open To It, was chosen as an official part of Outfest out in L.A. for their official 2022 lineup. And Smith, who has created a sex-positive web series that showcases truly what it means to be open. Representation me- remains crucial, and that could not be more true on Open To It, with the show boasting a 50% female, 50% um, biracial people of color, 67% queer cast and crew. And when asked about it, he has some dra- uh, drag queens in there, superstars, Ooh. but he really wanted to show a positive side to polyamory and open relationships. Open to, to it is about a loving gay couple played by Tim Wardell and the star who experiment with becoming a hot gay thruple the third being played by Jason Caceres, but threesome sex and open relationships come with more complications than limbs. As to the story behind it, quote, I've watched a number of excellent queer web series over the years, and polyamory is consistently portrayed as this downtrodden, apocalyptic relationship relationship format. I wanted to make a show with a more upbeat, joyous take on non-monogamy. The queer experience is vast, and we deserve to showcase more than one perspective on the topic, especially because having multiple partners is not wholly exclusive to our community. Yep. So, Cody, I love this and that it's showing it in a positive way. Oftentimes, we've been accused at times on our show of being against open relationships because a lot of our hosts aren't into it, but I'm yeah. totally for it. And I think it's really great. If you talk about Uncoupled with Neil Patrick Harris on Netflix right now, I started watching that. It's really great. We were talking about it the other day. Yep. He's recently out of a long-term relationship and is out in the dating game. We are really in a good place right now where we are portraying the reality of what we're seeing on the streets. In other words, it's no longer just the coming out experience, but now mm-hmm. we're seeing what our complicated lgbtq plus lives really look like when we're in relationships and i'm here for it what were your thoughts about this because you don't really aren't into that uh i am in i'm into whatever relationship works for 
it, that certain person. I personally could not do an open relationship or polyamory, but whatever works for you, I'm here for it. What do your thing over there, and I'm going to continue live and let live. Like I said in the last segment, uh, just don't record it. Don't record me, basically. <laughs> I think it's a, a perspective that I definitely am happy to learn more about because it's not something that I'm used to seeing or that I even have the cognizance to really know about uh, just by the nature of who I am. So I'm glad that there it's being portrayed and being dealt with in an open-minded and, and a joyful view. So I'm, I'm but, here for it. But we all have known, I'm sure you know, plenty of people that have been in open relationships throughout the years have, and we haven't I seen it. People that have oh, been I have, oh, I totally do. I don't know if I, if I have. But you know they exist. And I know they exist. Yeah, we were in Fire Island and went to a house by your oh, boyfriend's I, I, friends and there was, was a couple that I knew <laughs> that I know for a fact are in an open relationship. Why well, do I know that? Because they've tried to come on to me show. before <laughs> separately. So I like how you were at a party that your boyfriend took us to <laughs> and I know for a fact. I do know people who are in open relationships. Thank you very <laughs> much. Open your eyes. Abre los ojos, amigo. I just don't mind other people's business, I guess. I just kind of like... But I like how Oh, I don't really know anybody. <laughs> oh, I, ooh, really? That exists, Steve? It's like, bitch, No, please. I know it exists, but I just am not in their bedroom kind of critiquing well, whatever right, they but do. I think we need to see more examples of this to normalize that the various intricacies of our relationships so that it d does become less stigmatized or the other. And we can have conversations about this before shows like pose a lot of people that opened people's eyes up to the transgender experience in the eighties yeah. and how, and the early nineties and how monumental that was and paved the way for not only people of color, the transgender community, yeah, the AIDS really epidemic, a lot of eyes. and that's just one show that did that on so many levels. We need to see more of this, and it will less become stigmatized or other. We keep talking about that word, and I think it's mm -hmm. good. I'm here I for it. I do too. Yeah. I think it's wonderful, and I'm. I've demonized you on against I, it. <laughs> it's okay. I don't. I'm more than willing to 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 share that to look at that perspective. And once they said they had drag queens in it, I was sold anyway. So I'm here for it. So okay, let's go. God. I'm watching. We can watch it together. What are people saying about our last topic about sex on the rooftop before I find our next topic, Cody? James says his neighbors used to do it in the window and he would watch all the time and they knew that he was watching. And then he put the little uh, devil emoji on there. And I said, oh, I love window sex. It is one of my favorite things. Uh, okay, I'm going to share. <laughs> Please do. In uh, my boyfriend's old apartment, we, I used to put him in the window to where he was spread eagle in the, Ooh. in the, in the, in the, in the window. And I would just go to town on him. I love window sex. I don't care who can see. As long as they're, they're not recording, we're good to go. Cody, I don't know why you don't think people are not going to be recording you, <laughs> but they are. So you just need to get over that. I make all of the neighbors sign uh, <laughs> uh, an NDA. An NDA, that's what it's called. I, so I, yeah, I have all my bases covered. Thank you so much. I go to every door like Jehovah's Witness. Yes, I do. <laughs> I love it. Well, we love Michael Henry on the show who produces and stars in various YouTube skits. And the latest one has him talking about the age old question about circumcision or not cut or not cut in this one. I will post this on tagspodcast.com, but Michael is hanging out at the park, getting a lesson from Clint and Adrian about oh. the importance of moisturizing elbows and knees. I love a good moisturization. <laughs> and, and hands, honey. Yeah. And hands. And, oh, I, I don't, I don't, some people just stop coating on the face. I'm, the entire body's moisturized. I moisturize <laughs> my penis. Okay. <laughs> Good for you. Elbows and knees. Although Henry doesn't really get how elbows come into the game. Matthew drops by and immediately assumes the discussion is all about 
Skin is, of course, about foreskin. Lines are immediately drawn in the sand on the topic, with Michael being a big fan of foreskin, but Clint and Adrian are a hard pass. Fortunately, Matthew, who has a degree in circumcision from Yale University, according oh, to him, oh, oh, comes in with, he comes in with all the factoids from the forefront of foreskin. Clint offers that he thinks it's, quote, unnatural to be uncircumcised, leading Matthews to inform him it's literally the opposite. The discussion moves into several pros and cons of having or not having foreskin, including hygiene, sensitive issues, and appearance. Along the way, Michael drops the statistic that 76 to 90% of American boys are circumcised versus 20% elsewhere. He then declares circumcision is gen genital mutilation. Yeah. They go on. It's funny. It's a cute <laughs> skit. Where do you stand? I love this whole where you stand on it or not when <laughs> you can't really help where you in other words i was circumcised like a many ca uh, catholic boys yep. american and it is what it is you just are what you are but i like this preference towards one or the other i really don't care yeah like one of my so one of my questions was not last night at speed dating Cut or uncut? Because I think I would <laughs> right have when you no sit down, I would, I would have loved that. I would have loved to see the reaction. <laughs> right? And I think the one thing about speed dating that I loved last night, because most of the time I've been known to go to places, cruising bars to meet guys, and it's all about sex. This was so nice to just take sex off the table and have a conversation at speed dating. But I don't really care in the end if you're cut or uncut. Do you? And do you have a preference? I don't have a preference. I was kind of offended when they were, when they said, remember when they said in the video, uh, Michael Henry said he's never turned down a penis. And Yeah, I and love that. Were, and that was so funny to me. And I'm kind of on that boat. Me too. <laughs> yeah. I think I am. They said... They, penis the island friends, <laughs> the two friends were like that makes that sounds a little sad and i was like am i sad i never turned down a penis <laughs> it's just an age-old argument that is pointless because what you can't tell i mean maybe you can tell if you're in europe or parts yeah. of latin america uh, you're gonna you have you a good chance of I, I, what you're gonna get <laughs> and hopefully you like that what they're yeah. serving I like but it either way. In general, in a, in New York here, let's just take New York, for example. My friend Seanette and I are always talking about how international New York is. You hear so many languages down the street. You can't tell who's going to be cut or uncut in New York City. You just can't because it's, like it's so surprise. international. And I love and, it. I love a surprise. If you really had a preference to I kind of feel bad for you because there's a 50% chance that you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> And yeah. that is not, there are so many, like, are you a douchebag is what I wanted to ask speed dating people across from me. Are you a douchebag or not? Check the box right now. I need to know because we can make this a one minute conversation versus a Ooh. five minute conversation. Ooh. Yeah, nobody was a douchebag. So they all stayed for the five minutes, but I don't care if you're cut or uncut. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I wrote down in my notes. I said, I have never turned down a penis. I just turned down the assholes that are attached to them. I love that. Did you make that up on your own? I did. Wow. I love that. Can you quote that and send it to me? I'll put that on textpodcast.com and yes, open up the darling. show notes with that. We need that. I will. I'll send it right to you. I hope I didn't talk over you. I don't think I did. You be. Did. I'm going to use that in tomorrow's promo. Fabulous. I yeah. can't wait. And quote it out. <laughs> Yay. Thank you for that. You did my work for me tomorrow. James says I love uncut. Okay. But would you turn down a cut person? Is it a deal breaker? I love Silas says, the question is, does it work? Okay. Yeah. Right. Like, forget all this bullshit about cut or uncut. Does it work? Do and, we, or do we need to take the, the necessary measures to, to make it work? Okay. Because Silas says your gay housewife's tagline. <laughs> I saw that. It made me giggle. And Ultimate, it is. Yeah. Oz says, ultimately doesn't matter. Good hygiene and good penis health is what matters. Yeah, that was one of the things that they talked about in the skit. Yeah. Uh, Michael Henry video that if you have 
if you are uncut, that make sure you wash it and keep it clean. So you got to do a lot of extra work. You're always late, Cody. So I hope that is that why you're always late? Are you uncut? You're always cleaning that. I gotta wash. I gotta wash my penis, baby. <laughs> Joe's like, honey, get back in there. You aren't clean yet. No, that is not. Is why. that why? <laughs> oh, you're just beauty, late. This beauty does not happen in a, a short amount of time okay if i came to wherever i was looking a mess then i could see that you how you would be able to read me or maybe look down on me but i come looking fantastic every single every i bring it every ball okay just 25 <laughs> minutes late but yeah <laughs> and i bring it every on. ball so it, okay. if i come looking a mess that's when you can be like okay maybe okay you yeah. need to take a little bit of extra time back at the house honey okay <laughs> yeah don't worry i will have no problem telling you to go back and clean your <laughs> clean up a little bit more in fact i wouldn't enjoy that <laughs> <laughs> James said you should always wash it and that whole Silas says uncut is more significantly sensitive. Yes, they talk about that on the video. They happen to be more fun to play with, just saying. <laughs> yeah. I think more I just yeah. had a flashback. Oh, I was getting hot. That in was here. I need that to was, cut on my, you my know air conditioner, baby. <laughs> Major props to Michael Henry because they covered all these topics on there, including yeah. when you're giving head to somebody that's uncut, how they're make so much noise, it's like they're always their head their eyes are behind their head because they just can't handle the sensitivity. That happens anytime I give head. What are you oh, talking about? Oh, here we about? go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we exorcism. Yes, exorcism eyes. All right. Well, we've got to go to our last topic, which is our favorite one of the night, right, Cody? Yes. Do you like how we skipped around and edited the show? You on? better you better work. Okay. Right in the moment. Come on, live show. Live editing. <laughs> that just means we have more topics for next week. It's, this is our true. favorite segment that straight up gay porn has been doing for so long. Excuse me, it's called Thirst. Thirst Trap Recap. This week, they're asking which of these 17 gay porn stars took the best photo or video. And our job is to vividly describe on an audio podcast when this gets repackaged out and tell you guys why we picked the ones. Should I start, Cody, or do you go want ahead. to start? You, I, I start. I think I started last time, so you go this time. Okay, let me find him. It was a video. Let me okay. take up a little bit of time. Is this one? Do yes. Do we have the same L one? Yes. Lydian Gray. Oh, I follow him on TikTok. No, Lydian on Twitter. Yeah. Lydian Gray, let me turn the sound down as I'm Sexy. watching it right now, has the floppiest of dicks. And if you go on his Twitter account, he uses a, a floppy eggplant. To describe it, it is so thick and juicy and meaty and floppy. And he's got an OnlyFans. In this, he lifts up his shirt. He's got glasses on, which I love, like I have. He's got a nice hairy chest. And he takes that floppy dick and pulls it up and squirts out a huge cum load, yes. which is juicy. I, like I usually do, go on there twitter account and find out a little bit more and he's uh -huh. a power top and makes a lot of people happy and he's kind of domineering in it so he gets my vote i already voted for him and yum i'm here for him lydian gray g-r-e-y uh, so my vote goes to this week sean xavier and we were talking about moisturization a little yeah. bit earlier uh. and he's in the gym in a, in a gym in a gym locker room and he's completely oh naked. i'm watching it right now oh, that harry video. bush it's so hot. and that dick is bobbing i want to bob for that <laughs> dick like bobbing for, it's like he's got the camera right underneath <laughs> where the penis is and it's right below his fat swinging cock and he's rubbing lotion or oil all over his body that's an upscaled can we just talk about how upscaled this gym must be with the mahogany wood that matches his skin 
<laughs> I mean, it matches the skin. Yeah, it's it's so beautiful. And this ain't my trashy ass gym. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't my. I go to Blink. It is not Blink. Okay. We know Blink doesn't have this locker room going on, child. Please. But she she got money. So she got some money. She got coins, honey. She's expensive. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but the video itself is just so erotic. It's shot with like this beautiful old timey film noir filter on top of it and i just dig it it's, it's called the mahogany <laughs> what is um what is the quote for mahogany with diana ross <laughs> oh where's your picture of her oh. that's normally behind you that you could i don't know i i haven't had diana ross behind me since I started the show at the new apartment. I need to get that's a show. That's why you've been on right there. That's, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's you why I was off. late today. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's read some other people's. Joey Miles for the face is Silas's. Sean is my number one though. Sean who? John Xavier. The one John I Xavier. Picked. Oh, the yeah. one you picked. Yeah. Moisture, oh. moisture, moisture. And I agree 100%. Both Daddy <laughs> and Carter, excuse me, both Daddy and Blake are for Carter Layton. Okay. Okay. Again, I'll post this on tagspodcast.com and you can vote yourselves and see why people are picking him. And what does Xavier say? Xavier says Chris White for him. Ginger pubes close up for, for the win. And I agree. That was my, one of my close seconds right there. Him and Steve Ricks, who should be clicking all the bells for me. He's got his big, beautiful buttocks in the in the frame and he's playing a video game and it should really have rang all the it sh i should have voted for that one but really sean xavier really did his thing on on the thirst trap so okay he's a lot of sean xavier and carter layton's chris white for me says le wilden mm -hmm. love it all right thanks for playing on that and you guys listening to can always play along too and let us know go to tagspodcast.com for episode 388 when this show gets repackaged thanks for watching us on youtube as well don't forget about our book selection you can still get it because we're going to start talking about it probably in the end of the month heaven's official blessings is the book that we are summer reading check that out you can always follow my co-host he's a life coach at kmd coaching on instagram or mr maurice follow us at tags podcast and cody in the meantime thanks live virtual audience yes. continue having hot gay, gay sex. sex yes love it